Jasper, your time has come! Where's the regular guy? Where's Doug? Never mind, I'm Death now. Oh, I liked Doug. Welcome back to the show, guys. It's been a while. It has. I will admit. Uh, it's been since January uh, when we had Paul Davis on to do the live commentary for The Body, which was very awesome of him. I really enjoyed that show. Um, but I've been getting your requests. I've been reading things. You know, I keep up with the social media. That's the one thing I do keep up with. Um, and I see that, yes, you know, it, it's been quite a while. And you guys have been like, where's the next episode? What's going on? Well, I just want to let you guys know there's been a little, like, transition period in my life. Uh, 2018 uh, was a tad rocky for me, job-wise. But right now, I I got a brand new job, actually, in podcasting and streaming, which is great. That's exactly what I do. I want to bring that to the forefront for you guys and actually get you guys a really cool Everyday's Halloween show. Uh, Something you guys can watch, something you can tune in, we can clip. Um, along with the podcast, keeping it still audio-based, keeping it through um, Anchor, which is a brand new uh, platform that we've joined along with Libsyn. Um, We're looking to get the HallowsEve365.com rolling very soon for news and updates. I'm really excited about this. This will be the Everyday is Halloween podcast website. Uh, We already have the domain name. Things are being worked on right now. Uh, Really exciting stuff is happening talking with a lot of sponsors uh we got some really cool interviews for this episode i uh, met a lot of really great people at spooky empire uh 2019 which is their pre uh spooky show um met a lot of cool vendors doaco very cool people uh luna moon gothic always wonderful uh brought her friend bora down which you'll hear more from her very soon here in the show um but yeah lots of new things uh coming to the everyday is Halloween podcast um, show along with the site and the social media. I just want to say everybody who joins in over on the Facebook page, which is probably where I'm most active of sharing news and information with you guys. Thank you so much. You guys are so supportive. Such really cool stuff uh, coming out of there. And I love, it's basically my backlog, you know, for this show, you know, that's where I post the news first. And then you hear it first from me uh, on the show and my opinions on it. But for that moment, I want you guys to know about it. I want you guys to see the news right when it hits. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Twitter, it's there. That's kind of for like, you know, like big things, uh, every now and then you like a new big announcement or something. And of course, Instagram, which is always fun. I love sharing stories on Instagram with you guys. And, uh, yeah, thanks for still, uh, sticking in there with me, uh, contacting me. Um, there's going to be a lot more episodes. Don't worry. I I hope to bring a co-host in here soon. Uh, something I'm really excited about. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about this. And because I'm in such a, uh, horror Halloween mood, uh, you know, I have that industrial goth, uh, love feeling in me right now. So I'm going to play you some TRST, uh, trust which they're, I guess, were previously known. Um, 
This is a really cool song called Bubble Form. Uh, I want to play this for you guys. And when we get back, we'll go right into the news.
that was TRST with Bubble Form. A uh, really cool band. They're touring actually right now in North America. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's their um, new debut album tour uh, that came out, I think, on the 19th. So definitely check out their stuff. Really good uh, industrial band. Um, yeah, all right, let's jump right into news. So you've all seen the new Child's Play. I think I talked about on the show last time. It's kind of hard for me to remember. Um, that, you know, this, this camp is now split. We have our Don Mancini who created, uh, wrote, wrote for the original, um, Child's Play and has kind of given life to everything we know Child's Play today with Chucky. So Tiffany, Glenn, um, just that whole, that whole world, um, including the stuff that, you know, you may have seen on Netflix, the later films, uh, where the lore is going with Chucky. Well, obviously, this new film from Orion Pictures is a um, is a remake. It's a reboot of the very first film, uh, which we got found out Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself, is voicing Chucky. Now, it's not known yet if they're still doing the serial killer thing that possesses the doll. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's an evil AI robot that just comes to life and kills people and, and the kid who owns the doll kid looks like he's a little too old to be playing with dolls anyways uh that's besides the point maybe the the ai doll is really cool i don't know but um we got an update on the child's play uh television series uh from don mancini uh looks like it's gonna be 2020 is when we're gonna start seeing maybe something from that uh so they're they're working on it right now they're building this whole thing uh but yes we got mark hamill in the new movie they just released two teaser posters which we posted on the facebook page of uh you know, it's coming out the same month as Toy Story, and I believe originally they were trying to schedule it as the same day. They wanted to come out the same day as Toy Story 4 and Child's Play, which I think is ingenious marketing. Uh, well, next, they've done these two posters where it's, you know, Woody tipping his hat. It's all dramatic. Uh, and then the other one is Chucky walking away with the blood splattered floor with the arm of Woody and his cowboy hat laying there bloody. <laughs> looks pretty great i feel like if you bought both of these posters and put them side by side in your in your place and framed it would look really cool um so yeah really cool stuff with that i can't wait to see how this uh aubrey plaza shucky movie turns out um one of the dudes from atlanta's in it um so it looks like the cast is pretty solid um it's just man the look of chucky and not making him charles lee ray that that, that scares me guys <laughs> i don't know how to feel about that um, you know, and if it sucks, just like Evil Dead, you know, if, you, if it's not your cup of tea, still get Ash vs. Evil Dead. So for this, if you don't, if you think this remake sucks, at least we're getting our Domantini, uh, Chucky, Tiffany, uh, you know, world back in, in this new TV series. All right, speaking of shows, Swamp Thing. Derek Mears is the new Swamp Thing. This is a new series for uh, the DC streaming platform. Um, which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen Doom Patrol at all, definitely check this show out. Uh, it grabbed me. I didn't really know anything much about Doom Patrol, and I'm a huge comic book nerd. I just knew it was an older comic that uh, had been around, and um, I think it was Warren Ellis worked on it and, and in turn made it insane. Or Alan Moore or somebody, I forget. Anyways, um, this show, the the teaser is, is Brendan Fraser in a giant robot man suit next to uh the invisible man next to this one girl like goth girl and um they all just look like just delinquent misfits uh cyborgs in there from teen titans along with uh an actress who's like a blob type thing she melts 
it's it's interesting. All these uh, superheroes are all like kind of like uh, the odds and ends for superheroes. We've kind of seen that a little bit in Marvel movies, and this is like DC's take on it. And they all live in like a haunted mansion type thing. Um, and just Brendan Fraser as a lovable giant robot, like that had me alone. Um, but the one guy who is uh, the Invisible Man, he's not really the Invisible Man. He's uh, he just wears uh, these wrap bandages around his his head and hands, and wears glasses and a, and a trench coat because uh, he's horribly disfigured underneath from a horrible accident of radiation. But a spirit leaves his body and and does what it wants. Sometimes the, the, the you know so he he loses all feeling and falls to the ground. And the spirit goes around and can attack things or help people out. But it's like a vengeful spirit on its own. Uh, and, and his character is great. He has a whole backstory with his boyfriend. It's just it's a wonderful show. Definitely check it out. So DC streaming service has some really cool stuff. Anyways, back to Swamp Thing. Um, Derek Mears is playing him. They were originally scheduled for twelve episodes. Now, something happened within uh, the last filming of these two episodes where, I guess, DC pulled the plug. They said, all right, we're only doing 10 episodes. We're cutting it. 10 or 8, I think. Uh, So people were all getting skeptical and, you know, DC canceled Swamp Thing. I don't think that's the the case. I think it's one of those things where they didn't want to spend as much money on the series after they probably hit a budget limit at 10 episodes. And they want to see how the show does before they dump more money into it. Obviously, DC doesn't have probably like a ton of funding for all these new shows they're coming out with uh you know just in case the numbers aren't very going very well for doom patrol or whatever they're they're playing their cards safe uh derek Mir still has a spot in it um we still have um oh uh, adrian barbeau is, is is in it you know she's repri- i don't know if she's reprising her role from the, the original swamp thing movie uh but she will be in this iteration of swamp thing and there's a bunch of other uh fan favorites in this as well so i'm really excited to see swamp thing uh when that hits the the streaming service next month all right guys who's a fan of tucker and dale versus evil i feel like at this point everybody who's listening to this podcast should know tucker and dale versus evil um these guys are freaking hilarious uh tyler bane and um wash from <laughs> firefly alan Tudyk. there we go he's blown up lately i think he's a uh, who is he? He's uh, Iago and uh, and Aladdin, and he's in Doom Patrol. He's a bad guy. Speaking of, anyways, um, yeah. So these guys uh, have been talking. Tyler Bain has basically uh, said they're they're working on a possible sequel to uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. He said uh, we're working on something right now. I wouldn't call it a film sequel, but the story is not done or being is not done being told. Like there's more to come from that world. Um, what that means, we don't know. Um, but right now, the director is working on a film with those guys called uh, *Bride of Doom*. So it sounds like they're, you know, they're they're having fun working on other projects and stuff. But they definitely are saying that you know the world's not dead. Um, if you guys listen to the earlier shows, you know uh, Katrina Bowden from Thirty Rock and Tucker and Dale vs. Evil was on the show, and she talked with me about you know what it was like working on that set and you know how she got hurt on there for a little bit i mean it was a mild hurt it wasn't anything horrible but uh you know i I have a a soft heart for tucker and dale uh since that was like when we started the show and had her on so hopefully they bring uh, katrina back that'd be pretty awesome uh laid to rest exhumed has been teased uh we're finally getting a third laid to rest film if you guys haven't checked out the first two laid to rest films i highly recommend it um, they are uh, slashers to the third degree. The director is a makeup artist 
and he, his name escapes me right now. He's such a, uh, he has a vision for really good gore, um, and it kind of is in vain of Terrifier in a weird way, except filmed much better than Terrifier. Um, a lot of the kills are just uh, are awesome, and the killer has you know, his chrome skull. He has a, a skull that he wears over his head, and a camera. He films all of his kills on his shoulder. Um, obviously, when the first film came out, the camera's a little hokey, a little bit big on the shoulder. Uh, as the second film goes, it's a little bit smaller. It's probably like a, a, a GoPro or something. And now it's probably, you know, you can make that thing minuscule and record it in 4K. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out very soon. That's being worked on right now. Really excited for more Late to Rest, as you guys, I'm sure, on the Facebook page have seen. Um, Halloween 5, the Thorn opening may have been found, or possibly has been found on HalloweenMovies.com has reported um Halloween fans are my favorite fans and not just the Halloween season believe me I love the Halloween season I'm talking about the John Carpenter crew of people um that have been banding together on the internet for so long and Halloween movies has been like that website that you remember going to when you went to like southpark.com aol.com like halloweenmovies.com has been around forever and you know always looking into what's going on with the series you know Michael Myers is like my favorite slasher so I'm always wondering what's going on in that world. And uh, they teased uh, a bunch of stacked up VHS uh, or tapes, I guess, beta tapes, clothes, whatever, talking about uh, this possible story where, uh, you know, Michael Myers gets brought back to life, uh, you know, in the Aztec area. That's the thorn uh, tattoo on his wrist. Uh, And he ends up killing Dr. Skull, the guy that brings him back. and, And he does it in a very horrific way. Um, you know, the actors talked about doing it and he said, I don't know where the footage is at. Who knows? Well, it's out there. It may have been found. We might be getting a new special edition, which makes you wonder, man, because I just bought that like definitive edition like years ago, uh, that had everything from, um, Shout Factory or Scream Factory and, uh, has all the Rob Zombie movies. And you know what? Even though it doesn't include the new one that came out, I'm fine with that. I'll buy it separately because you guys know my stance on that film. Anyways, uh, yeah, so this is really cool. Um, there's also uh, talk of another scene where uh, SWAT teams are going after Michael, and then that kind of happens in the house where they go, "Oh, you know, we found him," and they get out, they leave the house, and then you hear over the radio all these like uh, SWAT team members being killed. Well, they actually shot Michael Myers going through and fucking up all these SWAT team members, and we're talking like uh, Michael at one point gets like an AK-47 and like jams it through a guy and like bashes his head over with it and like just does really insane kills to all these spot members like you can't kill Michael Myers even if you're shooting him with 50 million rounds kind of like Jason and uh I believe it was Jason goes to hell yeah when they all like swarm at him in the in the beginning even though they did get him they blew him the fuck up not Michael though no way guys I'm really excited for my favorite video game of all time to get a sequel coming very soon. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines has gotten a, a release date, got announced. Uh, they have been teasing the Thin Bloods. They just released the Bruja the other day. Um, and they're just showing off the new mechanics. This game's going to be taking place in Seattle and South California, or uh, Hollywood. And uh, yeah, this game is, looks so good, guys. Like, and especially with like next-gen consoles coming out, to have the power that kind of power and like stuff like uh, skyrim 
given to like these these vampires that you create like i love bloodlines i love just going into the uh the old abandoned industrial churches and like rave dancing uh meeting some of the surfers down by the beach and like you know finding out that they're undead and like you know they, they have a thirst for blood so you gotta go back to the hospital and you have to get like a you know talk to the woman up to like you know get a bag of blood to give to them so they give you something and then there's like the haunted house area with the jack-o'-lanterns and the, like this game was made for me like i used to role play vampire the masquerade all the time with my friends uh so vampire the masquerade has is near and dear to my heart if you guys know there's a documentary out there about the world of darkness and what happened to vampire the masquerade werewolf the forsaken uh a mage uh mummy all these old uh white wolf role-playing games um they tell the story of how the rise and fall happened and uh you guys gotta check it out i think it's on amazon uh prime service if you if you want to check that out Anyways, yes, Bloodlines 2 is coming out. Definitely check out their stuff on this. It looks so good. Uh, little's known about it right now, but like I said, they're kind of re- slowly leaking out little things on live streams on Twitch. Um, for Thin Bloods and the Bruja and more is to come, so keep your eye on their stream. Check that stuff out. And as always, check out my stream. If you want to get more information, just follow horror underscore guy on Twitch. I stream horror games, but we'll get more to that later. Universal Monsters is coming to Halloween Horror Nights, Hollywood, and Orlando. Uh, this is a cool thing, you know. You know, the Universal Monsters have always been kind of a thing for Horror Nights. You know, it's kind of like an easy go-to house. Um, a few years ago, they had a, the streets in Orlando, ever by uh, I guess it used to be Earthquake, and then it was Disaster. Now it's Fast and the Furious. Anyways, um, yeah, all these black and white monsters, which is really cool. Uh, but they're getting color corrected and they're going to be terrifying and uh it looks like it's gonna be a pretty cool house so in hollywood it's frankenstein versus the wolfman is the idea for their house and in orlando it's all of them. It's dracula mummy wolfman creature you name it they're there so that's gonna be really cool that's like one of the first houses to get announced this year for halloween horror nights um there's been a few other announcements including a holiday house out in hollywood uh in orlando um it was a uh I guess one of their older houses, a, a bloody uh, one, a, a gore house. So that's that's the one. They're not shying away from the gore. I think that's what they're saying. It's still there. It's still relevant. Or relevant. It's going to be good. All right, guys. Three from Hell released a new shot. So Local Boogeyman is a uh, clothing company out in, uh, on Sunset Boulevard. Check those guys out. I've been out there before. Really cool place. Uh, they're selling shirts. Uh, three from Hell. It's uh, a baby, Otis. And another character, not Captain Spaulding. And it says the three from hell have escaped or have been caught. They're, they're, being, they're, they're horrible. Ah, the three from hell. Rob Zombie. Fucking renegades. Um, the actor is the guy from 31. Um, and not Captain And not Sid Haig. Where's Sid Haig? What does this mean? Did Sid Haig die in the, the car event at the end of Devil's Reject? I mean, obviously they've shown pictures of him, so he's not dead something happened does, does somebody kill him in the jail does he have a heart attack oh, i want to know i don't want i don't want captain spaulding to go uh sid has been a very uh outspoken on instagram lately about people kind of bashing his look and health uh and he's doing just fine guys leave the guy alone be thankful that we're getting another uh house thousand corpses film in that uh captain spaulding is in that i mean i'm so excited he's been great we met him man how when do we meet him like uh, october and he, he's totally fine he's great all right. Hope Spaulding's in the movie. Hallmark 2019 
Halloween keepsake ornaments are bringing the Monster Mash. I don't know if you've seen these things. They look really cool. It looks like Hallmark is diving more into Halloween ornaments because, duh, it's a free market right there. Uh, I know I sell jack-o'-lantern ornaments on the Facebook page. Just go to Everyday's Halloween Podcast. You'll see those right there on the page. Um, it's a big thing. People love decorating their trees during Christmas with Halloween stuff. Or just making a Halloween Christmas tree. Well, now these ornaments are coming out. And they kind of look like an old cartoon that I remember watching. That uh, was like Monster Mashy with the Frankenstein, Wolfman, Dracula and stuff. But there's like jack-o'-lanterns on them. They're really cool. Look really fun. Very cartoony. Um, that's coming out in holiday 2019 from Hallmark. Spooky Empire that we brought up before uh, is headed to Tampa Bay, Florida. They're no longer going to be in Orlando, Florida. That doesn't mean ever again. That just means this year. Uh, they're looking at dates, trying to figure out something that would fit in October around, uh, you know, the time that they wanted to, you know, that's the, that's their time. Uh, and apparently venues are booked. They couldn't get a good venue in Orlando. So they're, you know, going out to the convention center in Tampa, which, you know, I host another show called the Space Dragon Podcast, which is all sci-fi, comic book, um, video game related stuff. And we hold a panel out there every summer, every time in July. And it's a great venue. They got food trucks out there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, really big space. It'll be perfect for Spooky Empire. And it'll be cool to be taking photos out and by the, the dark lake at night. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I think that's going to be a great place for it. And it's taking place during Halloween this year. So that's a lot of fun. And if you're not in Orlando, Florida, it's the perfect time to come down to Orlando in October. You get Halloween Horror Nights. You get Spooky Empire. You got stuff to do that are that's there for like hardcore horror fans. And I'm always there. You want to come in, say hi. Want to do a podcast? Let's do it. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. That's your news for this show. Um, we're going to go into... Uh, I'm. You know what? I'm feeling uh, my old Nightmare on Elm Street uh, just jazzercise music. And I, I, I think that's what I'm going to share with you guys. So this is going to be uh, Drama-Rama with Anything Anything. And I love this fucking song. J- enjoy. Just, just work out. Just picture yourself with fucking sweaties on and and, and punching your mirror. Fuck yeah.
Friday, March 29th, opening night of the last drive-in, the series on Shutter, starring me, Joe Bob Briggs, doing more of that freaky stuff you love. A double feature every week hosted by Joe Bob Briggs, written by Joe Bob Briggs, directed by Joe Bob Briggs, produced by Joe Bob Briggs. I'll be working the camera, I'll be working the sound. Special effects by Joe Bob Briggs, lighting by Joe Bob Briggs, with a special appearance by one or two guests who will be fascinating, not for their intrinsic value as people, but because they're being interviewed by Joe Bob Briggs, me, kicking ass on the last drive-in, the series. I'll be kicking so much ass, I'll probably kick my own ass. <laughs> you guys, Shutter's not paying me. I don't get any kickback or any like certain if E3 sent to me for uh, promotion for the last drive-in for Joe Bob Briggs. I am promoting it out of my heart because I freaking love Joe Bob Briggs. I love that show. Uh, you guys should absolutely check it out every Friday night. Um, some of the best movies that Shudder has to offer are on there. Uh, I love, especially love that on, well, I think it was around Christmas or New Year's, Joe Bob did a uh, Phantasm Marathon. People were pissed because they wanted Silent Night, Deadly Night or something. I love that he went through the entire fan, almost the entire franchise of Phantasm. And it was so good. He's done some really cool stuff. I even saw some movies that I had never even seen before. Uh, if you've never checked out Society, I highly suggest you go watch this movie. It's 80s goodness, and not only is it 80s goodness, I mean, I can't, I can't say anything about this movie without spoiling it. Uh, just check out his version with him coming in and doing, like, you know, information about it. Uh, he even talks about how everybody has this, like, stigma about how great the 80s was. And he's like, I live in the 80s. And it, was, uh, it was a time, let's just say that. Um, yeah, uh, along with Q, the serpent, flying serpent. Um, and, man, just tons more. So many good movies. Uh, this last week, it was uh, House of the Devil got played. Um, and, you know, we never know the movies until right when they play. So you can watch them live every Friday night at 8 o'clock when everybody else does, right on that streaming app. Or just catch it the next day, whatever just ends up on the streaming service. Uh, really cool stuff. Like, we're, as horror fans, we're getting our commentaries on demand. Like, how cool is that? We're getting, like, an Elvira, a Vampira, our Sven Gulli, our, you know, like... Like, for me, Joe Bob Briggs was that. For Monster Vision on TNT, like, I watched that late night all the time. Um, you know, Elvira every now and then, you know, when, when she was on. You know, she wasn't on all the time, believe it or not. Um, and Sven Gulli's now. And, you know, there's no hate. I know, I guess I read something on Twitter that there was, like, a thing about who you like better, Joe Bob Briggs or Sven Gulli. It's like, no, man, there's no rivalry here this is just horror fans enjoying this different stuff they're two totally different shows anyways Vinguli does more of the the sticky comedy stuff that like mystery science theater does he has like the rubber chickens and makes songs um joe bob joe bob he does do songs every now and then but it's more about facts he's a movie re critic he's a movie reviewer he's been watching uh cult films for for decades now and uh he he can really give some facts out there that you can't even get on the internet uh, which I think is really special about some of these films and these actors and stuff. Um, along with Darcy the Mill Girl, who's been in the horror community for quite a while. I've known Darcy since MySpace days. Um, it's cool to finally see she, her getting a, a place in the horror world other than, you know, a lot of her uh, interesting films in the past. Uh, but she's doing great. She's doing a really good job on the show. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing more of that show. And for you guys and gals who enjoyed that drama rama song uh that is from the karate scene in nightmare on elm street part four um yeah the kids just working out with nunchucks like you know most white kids in the 80s in their you know teens 
Mage Years did. Yeah. All right, guys, let's jump into some TV reviews. So the last episode of Game of Thrones was fucking intense. Some of you didn't even see it, not because you didn't watch it, but because it was on your television screen, it was too dark for you to even watch. Uh, that's just a sign that you need a new television. Your, uh, your, your blacks are off. Try, try and check out your, your brightness setting. Um, no, yeah, the reason I'm bringing up Game of Thrones on the Everyday Halloween podcast is because there are some kids that would dress up as White Walkers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, there's a scene when all the White Walkers and Undead are attacking um, the castle. And this isn't a spoiler. If you haven't seen it yet, it's not, you know, I mean, you know there's going to be a big battle at the end of Game of Thrones between the White Walkers and, and the living. Um, anyways, there's a scene where Arya is in a crypt and there are the undead are coming after her and it is literally a page out of a zombie movie. Like, we're talking like her crawling around looking terrified, these zombies. Like, it was like Walking Dead done right <laughs> in a way. It was actually unnerving and terrifying and uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was wonderful. And I, I knew to see you know, horror get produced on such a high level on, you know, a show like that on HBO is, it was awesome. This episode was bodies falling in from the rooftops. That's how many undead were there. Just people being crushed by undead bones and monsters, waves of zombies. You got to check it out. If you're not a game of Thrones fan, I totally understand. But if you check out season eight, episode three, you will not be disappointed. Okay. As I talked about before, the last drive-in came out. It's been doing wonderful every episode it's been uh releasing it still has a few more weeks to go um last drive in a plus plus definitely check that out uh the twilight zone jordan peele's new twilight zone on the cbs streaming platform um this is a hit and miss for a lot of people really good star power behind it um really intuitive interesting written episodes you know the, the interesting thing about Twilight Zone was that, you know, it took a lot on what was happening in the world at that time uh, and put it on television as well as it did its own original, you know, just terrifying stories. Um, well, right now, a lot of the episodes are about that uh, option A. It's it's the things that are happening in our world right now uh, turned around into horrific episodes that kind of terrify you. You know, a lot of things on racism and, and um, you know, politics and things like that. Uh, not everybody's cup of tea, not, especially horror fans. Um, I really respect what Jordan Peele has done with uh, Get Out. I haven't seen Us yet. Um, but um, I feel like there's a time and place for a lot of that kind of stuff. And I'm glad that Jordan Peele is the voice of that. I just think a lot of people are watching Twilight Zone with some more scary and creepy things to happen. Other than the stuff that we're kind of used to and terrified of every single day. Um but you know all the episodes aren't out yet there's still a few more to go uh, i just think the first five that have released have been subpar at best <laughs> let's just say that um all right let's move right into uh what we do in the shadows Nadja, Laszlo. Yeah. yes can you come downstairs for a second please the problems with living with other vampires are the vampires i have chosen to stay with i wanted to talk about general hygiene in the cell last night there were all these people down there half drunk well, where did they find the alcohol no they were half drunk They've been half drunk. If you've got something to say, then damn well say it. It's not hygienic! Nando is like a big turkey. Cannot pay with that. 
I'm so sorry. So you can't be throwing ancient coins at me. Guillermo, credit card stab this mine. man. Guillermo is my familia. I'm not a killer. I find people who are easy to kill. Are you virgins? I don't see how that's relevant. <gasps> I'm killing it, baby. Oh, that's werewolf piss. Two werewolves. So you got to be watching this movie or you're doing yourself a disservice as a horror fan, honestly. It's great. I mean, again, Vampire the Masquerade fan. I love this show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is based off... Uh, Takaiwa TD's uh, movie that came out um, of the same title. And uh, the new characters are fucking hilarious. I really enjoy uh, each one of them. They're a ton of fun. They have their own unique personalities and traits. Uh, Colin can be a little kind of annoying because he's just that that energy vampire. Uh, but I'm sure they're going to find a place with him. Um, we got really ancient vampires in there as well. Um, and just really funny subjects. Uh, and of course, there are werewolves that live in the neighborhood as well, if you're familiar with the movie. Absolutely brilliant show and FX. Definitely check this one out. Um, it still has a few more episodes to go. It looks like, yeah, we still have a few more episodes to go before its, it's first season is over. Um, so definitely check this one out. Super good. Uh, unlike Twilight Zone. <laughs> uh, Critters the New Binge on Shudder is an interesting thing. It feels like a long movie or maybe even just a movie that was really bad that was just cut up into segments of episodes to make it feel like a show so you're like well i'll tolerate 15 minutes of critters for six to eight episodes rather than sit down for an hour and a half and be like i want to shoot my head off these characters and the story's awful um it's not horrible like it's just uh I mean, it, it, I don't know. It, it's Critters. It's based off Critters, so I'm not looking for poetry here. McGarris can tell you that. Um, I think it's just uh, an interesting take on what they did. I know there's a new movie coming out very soon. Um, definitely give it a watch. It's unique in its own way. I will say that much. <laughs> Channel Zero, Season 4, The Dream Door. Uh, I just had a chance to watch this uh, in the final season of Channel Zero. Sadly, they got canceled off of sci-fi. Hopefully, Shudder picks it back up i know they've been in talks with the the writer and creator of channel zero every season i've loved i thought i think channel zero is very inventive um very in intuitive and, and did things that a lot of shows weren't doing that really brought dark horror to television um dream door was was uh conjuring well i don't want to spoil it well i guess i semi-spoil it conjuring slashers in your own home to take care of things that make you upset that doesn't make you want to see it. I don't know what does. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead season has finally ended. Uh, this is one of The Walking Dead's lowest rated seasons of all time. Uh, characters are going over to uh, the other Walking Dead show. Apparently they just announced... Greg Nicotero announced that they're doing a uh, third season of a show. As well as the stuff that he's working on with Creepshow on Shudder. Um, but uh, they, yeah, The Walking Dead uh, kind of ended on a weird point. I guess... They're just going to keep on moving on without major characters. Michonne's supposed to leave at some point. We'll see what happens with that. Um, the Whispers was, uh, you know, interesting for the, the, the Pike scene. I enjoyed what they did with the Pike scene, honestly. Um, I feel like some more important characters should have been on those Pikes because in the comic books, uh, they are very important characters that end up getting piked. Um, 
Last but not least, guys, for television, Love, Death, and Robots. If you haven't watched this little series of short animated films on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Some really deep stuff, some really humorous stuff, some really violent stuff. Nudity, the whole 10 million yards of just uh, unique storytelling and different types of animation. I really enjoy this. I saw some people say that they thought they dropped the ball in a lot of them. I was like, what more do you people want in animation, man? This was amazing. Definitely check out Love, Death, and Robots. I loved it to death. Also, the final season of Ash vs. Evil Dead is on Netflix now. Uh, if you're watching Ash vs. Evil Dead on Netflix, your last episodes are right there. Check them out. All right, I'll be right back with movie news and the wrap-up right after Tuesday nights running from this nightmare. with me. 
that was Tuesday night, night spelled like a knight in shining armor, uh, running from this nightmare from the Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 uh, soundtrack. Yeah, Dream Master. You guys remember Dream Master? That was, that was when people were like, I don't know how I feel about this series anymore. <laughs> I think it's still fun. At least the soundtrack's awesome, right? All right, guys. Uh, Lords of Chaos recently came out for our movie news. Uh, this was uh, an interesting take on the Brism uh, story. Um, Kieran Culkin, one of the younger kids from the Macaulay Culkin, uh, the, I guess the McCulkin bloodline, uh, plays our main star. And uh, it's brutal. This movie is fucking brutal. They really went there. You know, it's so funny. All these uh, music docs like... Uh, Motley Crue's The Dirt, along with uh, this movie, came out right around the same time. So it's interesting to compare the two in a weird way. Both films are fun, though, believe it or not. Um, this one kind of tells a story a tad differently at parts. Um, I read the book, and I really enjoyed the book. And, I, you know, it, it's it's just interesting the liberties they took with this movie. Um, this, it's a little tongue-in-cheek, trying to be funny here and there, when it really wasn't. <laughs> just to kind of give it a movie flow, I guess. Um, but I don't know. It was it was pretty good. Check it out if you can. Lords of Chaos, that one's fun. The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Uh, we're gonna get our Disney Channel star Hilary Duff to play Sharon Tate. <laughs> we're gonna get Chris Hardwick's wife. Uh, she's gonna play uh, the lady who is the Folgers Coffee Girl, and we're gonna get a bunch of just. The guy from Mean Girls, the cute guy or whatever, he's gonna be uh, the guy uh, dating her and or uh, Sharon Tate. I don't know, man. Guys, this this movie rubbed me the wrong way in so many ways. It, it's interesting that they wanted to do a story on the night that you know the the Manson girls showed up and and killed Sharon and and, and her uh, roommates at the time. But this, I, there's so I've seen it so many times, and the way they went about it in this one was just. Uh, very interesting. It was like a Disney movie version of uh, the Charles Manson murders. If that makes any interest, uh, makes any sense. They walk out and like they see themselves and their ghosts walking down the road at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> it's 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 interesting, man. Uh, that's the thing. The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Uh, Possum. This is a movie about a giant spider. This guy sees all around. And he takes it with him in his bag. And it's basically a guy playing with a prop for two hours. Um, visually, it, it's very interesting and, and deep. I give it respect for that. It's very creative. Um, attention span-wise, not so much. You're going to be kind of checking out throughout this movie. Um, but it gets it gets pretty grueling at parts. But... Um, yeah, it's interesting. That is also on Amazon right now. Possum. Hellboy, the new Hellboy movie. Uh, this was uh, Neil Marshall's new movie. Neil Marshall hasn't had a movie in a while. You guys remember Doomsday? That movie's coming to Netflix eventually. Check, check out Doomsday if you can on Netflix. That's a fucking badass movie. Um, well, Neil Marshall did the new Hellboy. Guillermo del Toro's out. He's in. Uh, Hooper from Stranger Things is now Hellboy. Uh, they do a really good job at bringing the BPRD together in this movie. I know it's been getting a lot of shit. People really hate this new Hellboy movie. And I get it. Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy was it was visually stunning. It was his early take on blending stuff from like his early movies like Mimic and his later films like Pan's Labyrinth. And you can see these two styles meeting in the middle. Fairy tale, whimsical, 
and um, science background, BPRD uh, investigation stuff. Um, obviously, the last Hellboy movie, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, was very Guillermo del Toro fantasy fairy influenced, and it was beautiful. This one goes for like a heavy metal poster. Uh, you guys remember heavy metal, the animated like movie? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. We're seeing Hellboy on a fucking flying dragon with a burning sword and things get their heads cut off and there's a big monster that has like stick pike legs that's just stabbing through people there's a baba yaga in it she's fucking terrifying uh really good makeup effects in this movie uh, except for hellboys which he looks fucking weird i still agree that his his face just looks off they did a weird job with him uh but the the surrounding movie is really good i really enjoyed the film um it, it you know it's weird to follow at times but if you read bprd it actually kind of makes a little sense and makes you want to see the next film i didn't think it was that bad people need to stop shitting on the new hellboy movie all right cool society i told you guys about that earlier in the show check that one out that was on uh joe bob riggs last drive-in in escape room uh with our good uh friend from uh tucker and dale is in this movie escape room also not bad pretty cool horror flick uh people get offed rooms get tricky it's like a pg-13 saw uh if you're into that sort of thing not bad i'd highly recommend it all right guys that's kind of it for right now horror's horror's a little slow still need to see uh, pet cemetery not so that'll happen soon um have you ever met a real witch before i'm talking about a real witch like not like one with pale skin and sits and reads a crystal ball and tells you your fortune no this is a witch that flies in a broom green skin big nose and will eat your kids that's right i met bora from salem massachusetts uh she is uh the creator of the salem black hat society out there you can check those guys out at salemblackhatsociety.com uh she attended her first spooky empire and i thought it'd be fun to do a roulette questionnaire with her at the luna moon gothic booth uh and that's what you're about to hear now so here are some fired off fast questions with a real witch from salem massachusetts bora we are here at Spooky Empire for the Every Day is Halloween podcast at the Luna Moon Gothic booth. Luna's on hand with us, and we have a very special guest this episode. We are with Bora, the witch of Salem, Massachusetts. Bora, how are you today? I'm nauseous! How are you? Good looking? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, we had lots of fun last night out by the pool, didn't we? Oh, we did. Lots of batkinis out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now, we're going to play a little game here. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Yes. Okay? Yes. And you just got to fire off me some answers, all right? All right. All right, here we go. <clears throat> More, what's your favorite horror movie? Jason! Anything with Jason. All right. Favorite breed of dog? A Boston Terrier. A Boston Terrier. What's your favorite month? My favorite month is... Halloween. That is a month. She's correct. All right. If you had to pick a favorite Spice Girl, who would your favorite Spice Girl be? Oh, I would say um, Cinnamon Spice. Is that one of them? That, yep. We'll go with that. <laughs> I usually like them um, a little peppery tasting, but Cinnamon Sweet would be all right with me. There you go. Do you or do you not eat babies? Oh, boy, do I not eat babies. Yes! eat babies what kind of fool do you think i am a witch that doesn't eat babies that would be blasphemy i love me some babies oh come here this one there come here baby 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 and you know what when they're in a little uh carriage 
I call a mill on wheels. Hey, oh, oh, no. I mean, yes, that, yeah, that's, that's acceptable. All right, if you have to pick Adam's family or the monsters. Oh, let's see. Uh, when I was 200 years ago, I would say the monsters, but now that I've become really close to the Adam's family in Salem, I would say the Adam's family of Salem. Here you go, Japanese or Chinese food? Oh, gosh, of course, Chinese food. <laughs> All right, uh, are you a Gremlins or Critters fan? <laughs> I like my little Gremlins, the little <laughs> bastards. <laughs> That's totally fine. You can cuss all and be dirty as much as you want on the show. They're mischievous. I love them. They like to turn things upside down. How do you celebrate Christmas? How do you celebrate Halloween? Oh, hello and happy <laughs> Halloween from Salem. Massachusetts, come up here and enjoy some haunted happenings. Yeah, baby. Nice. Oh, I enjoyed that. Now, in Salem, Massachusetts, where can we find you and when? Oh, we well, can find me all year long, but in October, you can find me on Essex Street, right behind Rockefellers, right across from Coons Carton Gift Shop, right in the alley. Bring some dollars. There you go. Uh, Cartoon Network or Travel Channel? Oh, Travel Channel, because I like to see where I can fly my broom. Hey, there you go. And now you've been on television, correct? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. Yeah? Yes. Now, um, let's see. But uh, what I didn't like about it is when the craft services, they only fed you cheese. I like raw meat and potatoes. <laughs> Just Boring! <laughs> what is your favorite spell? My favorite spell? Hmm, let's see. Uh, I like little kitties that clean nasty rooms. And what I usually say is, I've got a spell for you. Do you want me to do it? Yes. I'd be glad to do it. Of course. Oh, the moon is dark and the sky is deep. Go home and make your bedroom all nice and neat. Poof. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, change the batteries. <laughs> now, witches or Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus! Are you a Bette Midler fan? Oh, I love Bette Midler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Sarah Jessica Parker? Sarah Jessica Parker. I love Sarah Jessica Parker, and all these men love Sarah Jessica Parker, too. Yes, Kathy Magin. Oh, I love Miss yeah. Kathy and her little crooked lip, too. Oh, I love it. Well, boy, it has been a pleasure. I cannot wait to fly around with you tonight. It'll be fantastic. We're going to be at the poolside tonight. That's right. We'll be yeah, joined baby. with all the folks over at Luna Moon Gothic Jewelry and more. Uh, I want to thank you so much for taking their time out of your day to hang out with me, talk, and I cannot wait to come up to Salem well, and with, party with you. Well, you come on up there. Before you come, make sure you get your hands on Haunted Happenings Magazine. All right. They list everything that's going on all month long. Haunted Happenings Magazine, HH Magazine on Instagram. And look me up. Salem's Black Hat that you wear on your head, Society. Salem's Black Hat Society. And that's where you can find you on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook? Yes, YouTube. Nice. I'm working on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, don't stop. TikTok, don't stop. Hello. That's where it's at. All right. I see a little kid over there. I'm hungry. You're gonna get, yes, you need you need some sustenance for today. Oh, I'm I sure. do. Yes. I do. You got to stay strong to fly. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. From Spooky Empire, this is Bora and Horror Guy. And next! I don't even know how to follow that up. I honestly don't. <laughs> Bora is so amazing. Thank you so much for the interview. It was so wonderful. Uh, all right. I want to give a shout out to some businesses. 
uh, people that I work with, people that I see at shows, and they have really great products I think you guys would really enjoy. Um, obviously, I want to first start out by saying Halloween at High Noon always puts out some of the best horror music out there. Obviously, they're the official music of the Everyday is Halloween podcast. That's the music you listen to in this episode. Uh, and I want to give away uh, an album to you guys. If you're listening, tell me what your favorite episode of the Everyday is Halloween podcast is. What do you, which one do you remember that you really took away something awesome from the show? Um, you know, I'll pick the winner and you will get a digital copy of Decayed. And you can check out their stuff at Halloween at highnoon.bandcamp.com and send your emails to hallowseve365 at gmail.com. I'd also like to give a shout out to darkcandles.com for sending some really sweet, awesome Halloween scents. Right now I'm burning haunted house, actually. Uh, check those guys out at darkcandles.com. I want to thank Luna Moon Gothic for having us over at their Spooky Empire booth. That's etsy.com backslash shop backslash Luna Moon Gothic. I uh, want to give another shout out to Cocktails and Screams, the new horror Halloween bar opening in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we're really good friends with them. We cannot wait. Support those guys. Find a key if you're in the area to get your night free at the opening night. Should be really cool, really awesome stuff. Uh, Haunt scene. We met those guys at Spooky Empire. They're so wonderful. Meet up with those guys. Uh, they have a show too. Wonderful stuff on social media, including Instagram. Haunt scene. You guys rock. Uh, Ghost Girls greetings. Some of the best horror theme greeting cards around. Check Ghost Girl greetings out on Etsy. Uh, and I want to say rest in peace, Lorraine Warren. We miss you. Guys, that is it. That is the Everyday is Halloween podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Welcome back. Let's keep doing more episodes. We're going to get bigger. We're going to get better. We're going to get more fucking terrifying. Uh, all right. See you guys then. Stay scary.